episode 46. Hey, Tasha Mack. Hey, Venus. Hey, Anomalies. It is episode 46 already. Wow. We're coming up on 50. What are we going to do? I don't know. Our um, anniversary was June 1st. It was. It was. I don't know. We have a special guest in the studio. Say hi. Hi. (laughs) Welcome, welcome, welcome. And y'all know how we do. Okay, but did you watch Queen Charlotte, though? I have not started the Queen Charlotte yet. I plan to um, (laughs) when I have a moment to myself. You know, I have the one weekend as of right now where I unplug. That's right. This weekend has not been that weekend. (laughs) And um, so, like, yeah, even after... Um, I got something to do after this. Like, it don't stop. But I plan to. Maybe in my movements, I can put it on on the um, on the phone mm. and watch it. Um, I think you like it. I think I'm going to like it. <laughs> it's really good. It, I really loved it. I, I actually loved it. It, was, it wasn't long enough. It was only six episodes. So. No. Oh. But this yeah. is a spinoff. This is not a part of the Bridgerton, right? I, I mean, it is a part of Bridgerton, but it, it yes, it's a, it is a spinoff. But it's a limited, it's a limited series, so it's not um actual. It's not gonna be anything other than these six episodes. So I, I think she should could have made it a little bit longer than six episodes because. What else did you want to see? Cause that's what that's all about. You wanted you wanted them to dig in a little more into something or to elaborate on something so that it could have been longer. Mm-hmm. And you're not gonna tell me what it is. No, I'm not. Because okay. you haven't seen it yet. We'll talk about it another episode. Okay. All right. What episode are we gonna talk about it? Oh no, fifty. How about that? On fifty. All right. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I might be done forgot by then. Maybe. Take I'm going to take notes. I'm going to take notes. Okay, so June, what, what is this the month? We got um, Father's Day coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? I don't know. What else is in June? I don't know. Juneteenth. I was waiting. <laughs> yes. I'm excited about Juneteenth this year. Okay, but did you see on Facebook what is Mexican girl? Okay, so you know it was Cinco de Mayo, right? And all mm-hmm. the people was like, my name is Miranda, my name Julio. So it was a it was a Mexican girl, her name Grace something Mexican. And she was like, on Juneteenth, my name gonna be Lakeisha. No ma'am. <laughs> Man. That thing blew up. Them folks under that mad as I don't know what. I want it didn't make me mad. No I ma'am. I need her to find her another name. Not Lakeisha. Whatever. Although, you know, in my fault. That's an African name. My fault, I will tell you. I was in the uh in the exchange one day. This was in this was in this was in Virginia. 
and the girl had on she was she was a Caucasian girl, mid twenties. She had on a name tag and it said Lakeisha. And you my praise, trying to be funny. My praise bell was like, oh, so you left your your name tag at home? <laughs> she said. She said no. She said my name is Lakeisha. I said, oh, is it? <laughs> but it came to be Lakeisha. She said because it was the Her beginning. Mom telling somebody's name Lakeisha that she liked or something. No. It was a combination of her father and mother's name. Oh. I forgot what she said her mother's name was, but it was some combination. His name started with La. Hers was Key something, and they oh. it ended up to be Lakeisha. And I was like, oh, my bad. I was so sorry. Because <laughs> you couldn't have told me that your name was Lakeisha looking at I you. I do over what it felt. Huh? They could have knocked you over with a feather. Yes, yes. Yes, But um, so yeah, it happens, you know. Um, there there are some names that people just, you know, either create or find out. At this point in time, names are universal because there's a lot of people with a lot of black people with Hispanic names. I know a lot of Julios and they black. My brother. Ramon. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it is what it is. I don't see why people got all up in the air about it. They, no, you know, I don't like. I don't like Lakeisha for her though. Right. I'm still. I'm sticking with that. You are entitled to your opinion, madam. I, I yeah, I agree. Okay. All right. Moving on. I am in my airy spirit right now. And <laughs> so. I am in my Aquarius spirit, honey. Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> All right. So. Would you like to go forward with our interview? I do. I do. I do. Because I'm I so excited. am excited as well. <laughs> I should put, put some music in here. Um, so I I would like to introduce, um, Joyce Springfield. She is the director of pro bono services at the Kansas legal services. Um, say hi. Hi. Hello. I'm Joy. I'm a Leo. So I think both of you all should do what I say. Oh, no. (laughs) No, ma'am. But I have another friend that's a Leo and she tries it too. No. <laughs> you know it's not. Yes. <laughs> All the Leos are missed, honey. <laughs> Moving on. We, we try good. And we definitely have love for y'all. Definitely. We definitely, <laughs> we definitely do. I love me some Leo. <laughs> Because I'm a Leo. (laughs) 
Okay, that definitely sounds like something S dot would say. Yes, yes, I love it. Shout out to S dot, our our lock mama. <laughs> um, so Miss Joy, what? Um, where? Well, I said Kansas, but where <laughs> is your business located? <laughs> So, uh, so like you said, I'm the director of pro bono services for Kansas Legal Services. Uh, we cover the entire state. There's only one legal services for civil law in Kansas. We have 11 offices wow. and we have 105 counties in Kansas. Oh, wow. We have about 50 attorneys to cover Kansas. So uh, we try, we do our best, but we that's why I try to get pro bono attorneys to assist us. I'm an attorney. I'm licensed in Kansas. I'm licensed in Missouri. Uh, I used to have a license in Maryland, but I was like, I'm never going back. So I'm not paying you all <laughs> $800 to keep my license. Okay. Um, how long has the Kansas Legal Services been in business? Um, I wasn't around, I think from the 70s. Oh, okay. They've been around. So I worked at, um, before joining Kansas Legal Services, I was at a private law firm, a kind of big law firm in Kansas City, Missouri. And uh, so I've just been with Kansas Legal Services for about a year and a half. Okay. Okay. Um, How did you get started in this um, particular business? So when I was, since... So I was licensed in Maryland and it's pretty much where they want you, like you have to do pro bono. You have mm-hmm. to give back to, to people. It's your responsibility as an attorney. I fully believe that in whatever area you do, you need to give service to people. So in Missouri and since I'm licensed in Missouri and Kansas, I always did pro bono, um, helping with like family law issues, with guardianships um, in Missouri, helping like kids going through foster care and Kansas as well. And also doing divorces uh, and expungements, do transgender name changes. So I tried to do all of that while I was in private practice. So I always had a love for doing pro bono work. And I think other attorneys should do it. So during the pandemic, I was like, it just kind of changed my thinking. And my father passed during that time. And I was like, I need to do something that really makes me happy that I'm, like you said, passionate about. So when I saw that opportunity come up, I was like, I have no experience running a pro bono, you know, <laughs> no, uh, department, but I'm going a, I'm to a go ahead and try out for it, you know, an interview for it. And um, it's only me in my pro bono department. So I'm trying uh-huh. to do everything. <laughs> okay. uh, wow. That is, what are the biggest issues with running this, being a director of the legal services in Kansas? The biggest issue being the director of pro bono services is it's just me. I don't have any staff and trying to get the offices together, trying to, because they're very busy, as you can imagine, and trying to get them to uh, recruit on my behalf, you know, uh, private attorneys. And a lot of our uh, counties are rural, um, so there's not that many attorneys. Some of our counties have zero attorneys, um, so it's kind of difficult and we're kind of about, um, I think the chief judge said we about we have about half the attorneys in the state that we really need. Oh, yeah. So it's it's difficult getting attorneys to assist. So one of the easiest ways I try to get them to assist is 
help with clinics like expungement clinics or we're having driver's license uh, restoration clinics. Or we do, we also could do like wills or um, power of attorney clinics as well. So I try to travel around the state and do them in different counties to uh, help people here. Okay. Okay. So I, I think I want to throw in a little um, curveball. Um, are there no opportunities for assistance by way of interns? Um, you mean can like law students mm -hmm. assist? They have to have supervision by an attorney. Okay. So yeah, we'll have like uh, in the summer, like we'll have some summer interns that want to work with Kansas Legal Services. And also some of the law students will also assist, but they always have to be supervised by an attorney. Um, so that helps greatly because they pretty much give more time than the attorneys do. Right, right. I think is why would we let them... <laughs> beat us come on guys but yeah yeah, yeah. because it's number one they're they're in school for it they're doing it and it's exciting mm -hmm. um, yes to to have that that opportunity and, and they like to learn new things so it's great exactly. exactly so um looking toward the future what do you see for uh kansas legal services uh, in the future like what are some things that you all are looking to accomplish or establish? Well, um, I can't speak for our ED, uh, but for my area is to grow the pro bono de department, you know, hire somebody to work with me, help me. <laughs> and also to uh, recruit more people uh, around the state. I think I'm gonna focus like on in-house counsel more mm. so than maybe you know, small solo firms, because they're, they're probably swamped, um, and try to get more people that are doing like transactional legal work to mm -hmm. assist. Um, for instance, we're going to have a expungement clinic in Johnson County. That's a county in Kansas. It's kind of a big county. It's like one of the ur urban, suburban counties in Kansas. Uh, so we're going to have an expungement clinic and try to get um, in-house counsel to assist us from T-Mobile. Okay. T-Mobile. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, so that's my goal is to get more, go around the, the, we have a lot of big companies. You all would not believe it in Kansas and trying to get their buy-in to help us and to have their, uh, legal staff to assist us doing expungement clinics because it's, worth it to them because uh, a lot of a lot of people they need people to work and it's a tight job market and a lot of people might have a um, criminal record that's holding them back from getting hired or we don't have mass transportation here something's wrong with their driver's license we have like i think i'm um, 250,000 people in Kansas that don't have a driver's license wow the big suspended right and so trying to get help them get their driver's license back. Um, so it would be a win-win if employers would partner with us to help our community, help people here. Wow. And that should be some something that, you know, if they have a uh, citizen's responsibility uh, program or position or uh, social responsibility, that's, that's something that they should be working toward and partnering um, yes. and looking at um, for all companies. 
like, yeah. you know, what impact can we have on the area that we're doing business in? Yeah. And like us, we visited one company and like, they're like, we don't even know. Cause when HR, you know, vets the people. So we don't know who is like a, oh man, that could have been a great candidate, but that person has a criminal record or that person, you know, didn't even apply cause they know they can't get there. You know, right. we don't even know that. So um, they were very excited about the opportunity. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So, you know, being a person, a, a, a department of one, um, I'm pretty sure that things become overwhelming at times. You know, we're all human. So what motivates you to keep going um, when things, you know, become a bit overwhelming for you? Because, well, I have my own personal, like, I need to, you know, a kind of personality sort of where I need to do this, I, I want to do this, so I need to give 110% on this. Two, I've worked in a large law firm where you have that uh, culture of, uh, you're never off, you know, you got your phone, we can email you anytime of night. Mm. And, um, I was at <laughs> conference, I told you in, in Dallas uh, this week, this past week, and right. uh, yesterday, uh, another attorney asked, well, how do you have time, to, you know, asking the group, how do you have time to do this? How do, how do I have time to email people back? I have like 70 emails. I was like, oh, I just wake up at four and email. I'm like, I'm just used to it. That's that's what you do, right? Cause I worked at the law, law firm. So I'll get up and I work on weekends or I'll work at night or I'm a morning person. So I'll work, I'll get up at four o'clock and do other stuff. Okay. What? Right. So what do you do? for me time, self time? Um, I like to sleep. <laughs> I like to walk my dog. Um, just, you know, just hang out, kinda. Go to movies, but it's gotta be early. Okay. Can't be late. If it's after eight, I'm done. I'm like, nah, I can't do it. <laughs> okay, so that's how you get up at four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it ten. I'm not hanging. I'm not a night owl at all. Yeah, no. Because I'm like, okay. I mean, and that is for some people, and then some people it is not for. Because I am naturally nocturnal. Yeah, I'm. Um, wow. like <laughs> okay. All right then. Well, um, what advice? would you give to other aspiring um attorneys attorneys as far as you know doing your do, doing that pro bono piece like what what it means for you and how it um can catapult you into your uh, next next level um for uh i think for any uh, attorney's amount of experience from the baby baby lawyers to experience, um, seeing hands-on helping people is just great. And you'll get, you'll get something from it mm -hmm. as well. For And also if you're like in a big law firm or in-house, you might get experience uh, in the courtroom. If you ever want to see one, you might have a case where you get to go to court. Right. Um, and it's usually, uh, I know we make sure we place something that's at least starts out as easy. It's not going to be 
too hard. Uh, we'll place like family law cases, guardianships, uh, guardian ad litem uh, cases, or um, you can work at a clinic. Um, and maybe sometimes you might have a hearing. I used to do expungement hearings. You just go to court. Okay. So it's not hard. I think also it's just fun because you're also, since we're kind of back in person now, you get to meet other attorneys from uh, different areas of law or different law firms and you get to meet people. And um, I recall last year we did a clinic. It was a driver's license clinic. And we, we had a happy hour afterwards. We finished and we all went over to a law firm that helped sponsor it. And we had a good time. You got to meet and talk to each other and uh, build other relationships. Okay, so you mentioned a word that um, a lot of people might not be familiar with. Uh, so can you let us know what expungement actually means? Um. Depends on the state. In Kansas, I can just speak to Kansas. Kansas means like we're going to clear your record where it's no longer going to be accessible by the public. So they're not going to destroy it, but they're going to hide it from the public. So mm -hmm. someone looked on the court, uh, you know, public record site, they wouldn't see your record and uh, employers couldn't see it. And also when they ask you the question, have you ever been arrested or have you been convicted you can say no once you get the expungement okay now let me ask you a question <laughs> when you say they expunge the records they had them are they doing this for murderers because i know there are some people out there that are concerned about this <laughs> no no we have in kansas we our our rules are i think they're pretty good but uh if you're a murderer or um uh, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look on this thing I have. If you're uh, like murder, any issues dealing with children or uh, sexual battery or you know incest stuff, you know yucky stuff, it's not expungible ever. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so what does a person? Uh, what requirements do they need to meet in order to have their record expunged? Can you explain? Um, it's kind of a, a lot of stuff like. Um, no new felony convictions in the last two years. Okay. Nothing pending. I've had people that want to get expunged. I'm like, you're good to go. They're like, yeah, I got to go to court next week. You're not good to go. <laughs> oh, wow. So I'm like, when I get some, I'm like, don't have any, any law enforcement interactions. Okay, please just stay at home and wait. Let's get this hearing done. Because <laughs> I don't want anything to mess it up. Um you're not required to be registered. You don't have to register. And in Kansas, we have registries, which are public, um, violent offender, sexual offender, and also a drug registry. Like if you were selling drugs or something like that, they can put you on a registry for that as well. So really? Can, yeah. I think we're the only state that does that. <laughs> I have never. Yeah. I know. And it used to be, um, we just recently had the, the law changed. Um, uh now if you're on the red drug registry for five years you can apply to get relief to be removed from it before that it was like 10 15 years you'd be, you'd be on it oh wow yeah yeah um also the the charge has to be expungible charge like we discussed it can't be murder or you you know sexual abuse of children or stuff like that uh you must wait 
like three to five years. So three years from misdemeanors and some other felonies and some for five years. The thing that gets me is some felonies are five years is if you're driving while suspended, you have to wait five years. If you're driving without insurance, you have to wait five years before you can get expunged off your record. Um, and you have to, usually they want you to pay all your fees, fines and restitution before you can get an expungement. Now you can argue, you go to court and argue if you want, I'm not really going to be there with you, <laughs> but you can argue, <laughs> let me have this, uh, expungement and not pay all these fines and fees. As sometimes they're really like excessive. There's no way this person's going to be able to pay these off, you know, right. but, uh, when we do the clinics to make it easy for the the attorneys we require you to have all your fees and funds yeah fees and fines and restitution paid off now we do have an awesome anonymous donor that has helped people in the past pay that off so yep okay all right gotta be and you gotta be good you can't be like all other stuff is going on and you want expungement so they also like circumstances behavior They'll, they'll look at that as well. But if you come through our clinics, usually, you know, we vetted you. I vetted you. It's my week. I vetted you. Who's the week? And the DA is on board. And usually the judges are on board. So if I vetted you and the DA approves you, and they'll do a full background check throughout mm-hmm. the state, throughout the nation. They do a, like a, I forgot. It. It's like a ICS check or something. It's a nationwide background check. And if they approve you, then you're good. And usually no hearing is required. So that's a good thing. And you get free legal advice if you go through the clinic. And if you qualify for Kansas Legal Services, because we help uh, like um, kind of low income people. If you qualify for our services, we'll also uh, file a poverty affidavit for you, which is saying that I can't pay the filing fee. Because in Kansas, the filing fee for each case is $195 district court so we'll file we'll file that and so you'll we'll waive the fee for you some people have five six cases that can add up quick wow they do crime in kansas you're looking at me tasha like they don't do crime in kansas yes <laughs> i mean I, when i think of kansas i think there's no place like home she said no i, I thought that too when i moved here i was like gotta go to these domestic violence they got domestic violence here why like and i was like oh wow yep huh like why are you upset it's kansas <laughs> like I- <laughs> sorry i used to live in dc so i went to howard i used to live in dc so people tell me something like and i'm like oh. <laughs> don't bother me <laughs> That's the trip. Wow. Okay. So what you got, Venus? Uh, so I'm pretty sure that the requirements for expunge, expungement differ from state to state, right? Yes. Um, which state is the most difficult to get your record expunged? Or do you know? Uh, I don't know which one is the worst, but um, they differ. And I think New York, and I saw Louisiana, and I think Tennessee are some of the most difficult. The easiest are Georgia. And Wisconsin, like, I think those states, you could just like walk out of jail or whatever and just go apply for expungement. (laughs) (laughs) And then go do another crime and go back. I don't know. Oh, 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 wow. 
Yeah. But we worked with, um, I think they said our our laws are pretty good. So it's like some states, they have like, uh, like you can only have one expungement in your life. Oh, and wow. Missouri, Missouri is like two expungements in your life. So be careful, be strategic on which ones you pick you want to have expunged, right? In Kansas, you can do all your crime or whatever. We'll get it expunged as long as it's not on that, you know, that list. But we can expunge everything. And uh, we even worked with Harvard University on a study. They're doing a study on expungements. So they, they our laws are pretty cool. My concern is that you, okay, so you can't. So if you if you are charged with say four crimes at once, okay, and you're sentenced and you serve them the time consecutively, concurrently, concurrently. One of those. <laughs> okay, so you serve all the time for those. Your expungement, since you only get two, you can only choose two of those four crimes to be expunged. Is that, am I explaining that correctly? Like, um, it's by cases. So like in Missouri, like you could only have, like say you have a shoplifting case and you have some kind of, you know, theft case and you have another case that might be, I don't know, battery or something, three, three different cases. So you get to pick two. And don't do any more for the rest of your life because those are never going to come off. They get to pick two, two. Which ones do you think are holding you up from getting a job or getting housing or going back to school? And that's something you have to strategize with your attorney about which ones to pick. Um, but if you have 10 charges under one case, they'll expunge all of those 10 charges. Yes, long as one, long as all the charges are expungeable. For oh, instance, right. if you had a case where you had you know, they had different charges in it, like drugs, uh, I don't know, possession of drugs, possession of paraphernalia, child endangerment. Okay. Because a child was in a room. Right. Where there was drugs or in the house where there's drugs. Right. You can't, it, it won't, they won't expunge it because that's something that's not expungeable. Okay. So the related charges, they won't be able to expunge either. Ah, because the case will not be expungeable. Yeah. Okay. I tried to, I tried to do that, and I was like, "Can't you?" We just we can have a hearing on it. They're like, mm, "Can't the statute?" <coughs> so in Kansas, you can you can have five cases, six cases, and long as they're expungeable kind of charges, we can get we can request them to be expunged. So the part I forgot is like a lot of people you need like an occupational license to work, like as a barber or a dental hygienist or like a tattoo artist or uh, what, what was it like? Liquor enforcement or fire, uh, fire code inspector. Yes, real estate agent. Mm -hmm. So if you get that off your record, you'll be able to get those kind of jobs. And those jobs usually pay more mm -hmm. than unlicensed jobs. So right. it could really help people, our daycare provider, you know, stuff like that that we need, really need. So I just wanted to mention that. That's another thing to think about. You definitely want to get it expunged. And you don't want to wait 10, 20 years. Go ahead and just see, call and see if you qualify. And we can look at your record and see, okay, you're early, but next year you'll be eligible. So you'll have time to pay off those fines and fees. And right. then you're good to go. 
So you can pay off the fines and fees before you even start the expungement. So once you get to that, it'll just go away, right? Exactly. Exactly. Right. So you have time and you can find out. You can call your court and say, "What's my? this is my case. You know, do I owe anything or is it in collection? So I could uh, start paying on that while I'm waiting for it to be. All right. Well, <laughs> find out uh, the requirements for expungement in their particular state. Do you know where they go? Yeah, they should go to their local legal aid office or they can Google it. That would be the best place. So, okay. Yeah, I got that. Google is your friend. Yes, it is. <laughs> Google is the friend for everything. And then you can go to YouTube and watch somebody show you how to Google it. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, they will walk you step by step on how to Google it. <laughs> I love you, you too. Said, you know, and uh, like I have a me mechanic or something. He's watching Google how to fix something. Like, okay, Heck okay, yeah. I, yeah. I won't. I won't share everything that I've learned to do on YouTube, but <laughs> I've I've been quite successful with my fine. YouTube University. Yes. You've been <laughs> successful with what? With my fines. Oh. Okay. <laughs> and their results. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> and that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> um, is there anything else that you want to talk about? Um, um, so if you do have uh, viewers and listeners in Kansas, can I tell you all our upcoming clinics that I'm putting on? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Please. We're doing, uh, we, right now we're having a clinic in Wichita, so that's Sedgwick County District Court charges. We're having Gary County that's Junction City. It's near base. Uh, uh, Pittsburgh, Kansas. We're going to have a clinic June 1st. Johnson County. We're having an uh, expungement clinic June 15th. I'm doing a expungement slash driver's license clinic in Barton County July 8th. And McPherson, Kansas. We're having an expungement clinic September 28th. Awesome. Then, then I'm going to rest. I'm going to take a nap. So I have... Um... I actually have a friend that works for the Department of Correction who has a nonprofit called Community Blessed LLC. Hmm. Have you ever heard of him? No. Okay. I am I am going to tell her to look out for or maybe connect her. Um, because she does a lot of like weekend outreach things. And if there are any, you know, individuals that might be uh, in need of legal services. Yeah. In the way of expungement, I think that would be a good um, a good bit of information to have on hand when she's working with those uh, specific yeah. women, specifically women within the community. Okay. Well, yep. Mom's in Kansas, or I can try to help her find somebody legal aid office in another state if necessary. Oh no, she's in Wichita. Oh, okay. Well, she should know. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Yep. Definitely. You know, sometimes we know things but when we're putting on events and stuff, we don't think of everything. So yeah. to kind of fill the gap, um, I'm definitely going to put her on because I feel like, you know, one of those overlooked demographics are women with records. Yes. And um and and a lot of times, you know, they they're overlooked 
And so their progress is either stunted Mm -hmm. or um, just plain old, it just goes nowhere. (laughs) I I try to reach out to like probation officers as well to let them know because they, because most of the times when you look at somebody's uh, court record, it'll say, I've been told about expungement and stuff like that, but I don't know if they follow up with them. So I just remind them, hey, if you have some previous clients that um, you think might be eligible for expungement, please send them to Kansas Legal Services. Um, just remind them. And usually they're like, oh, yeah. I just had a couple of calls that come from people. So Awesome. Okay. I think creating that uh, circle. Um, I feel like. Great. And she could give out information for me. <laughs> yes, and I, I definitely in my in my heart right now, I feel like that we just help at a minimum two people, and for me, that's a lot. Um, yes. So, I I just I feel that anyway. Um, okay. So, anything else, beans? Nope. I'm good. All right. So, please tell our uh, listeners how they can reach you okay don't call me i'm gonna have the 800 <laughs> <laughs> is that wrong that's not wrong right that's not wrong. Okay. no you have to establish <laughs> your boundaries. boundaries do not call me <laughs> somehow they get my number though but i'm not giving it out so <laughs> you can call 1-800-723-6953. And uh, you can, you know, uh, apply for our services. We do a lot of, we do civil legal stuff. So we do family law. We do uh, social security disability. We do uh, bankruptcy. We do, like I said, expungements and driver's license. Anything civil, we help with landlord tenant. Uh, issues, mortgages, foreclosures, anything. So we do all that. Nice. Okay. All right. So our our staff and the the 800 number, our central intake are very nice and great. So. Awesome. Is there a website? Yes. Our website is kansaslegalservices.org. Dot org. Okay. All right then. Uh, the information in the box below. Yep. 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 All right. So, any any parting thoughts? You know, um, any. Um, this put me in a mind of uh, Mo, and you know, I'm always for uh, giving people the leeway to have a better life. Everybody makes mistakes. We're all one mistake away from where they are, and um. So, yeah, you know, it definitely you helps. Yeah, you can't judge people uh, from the mistakes they made. And I appreciate all of the work that you do by yourself, all the lonesome <laughs> at four o'clock in the morning. I that changed soon. Yes. <laughs> really yeah, helps. Ho- hopefully, um, it will change soon. We're going to put that out into the universe, any universe that it will change soon. You'll yep. have health and um everything that you need to be successful uh, we thank you for coming on our show anomalous black women we are a safe space for black women and 
Um, so we hope that you had a good time and you felt comfortable and you weren't nervous <laughs> like you were when you first uh, came on. And yeah, uh, I feel much better. It <laughs> 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 uh, was just a conversation. Conversation with your bestest girlfriend. Yeah. Um, anything else, Hash? No, I enjoyed you. I enjoyed all of your uh, your knowledge. Yes. Very um, knowledgeable. I love it. It it definitely put some things in my head. Because um, I'm, I'm ready to connect folks. Like, that's my thing. You know, if I feel like this person yeah. has something going on that can, you know, assist this person, I'm ready, I'm ready to make those connections. And so this just opened my my little one little tunnel, you know, and connected <laughs> you with somebody else, you know, all the tabs and stuff that's going on in, in the mind of Tasha. <clears throat> but truly, truly, thank you for being here and uh, sharing all of your knowledge and your information. And as Vina said, we are putting into the atmosphere that you will have help soon. Um because uh, your services are absolutely needed, and um, I definitely respect what you do in in, in this space. Yes. Um, right now, in this particular chapter, really uh, for us, I know with us, our, our big sister Mo, like we, it's something that we both have shared um, passion for. So, uh, thank you. Thank you for inviting me. I really enjoyed it. And if you all need any follow-up information, just let me know. I'd be glad to provide it. Awesome. Anybody? Definitely, definitely. You, you um, all can email me or you all can call me. But <laughs> We're special. And... <laughs> all right, Anomalies. Uh, episode 46 was brought to you by Biaisha Inc., Professor Poise, and Kansas Legal Services. Uh, you can reach us on all social media, Anomalous Black Women. You can reach us on your favorite podcast channel, Anomalous Black Women Podcast. And you can reach us on, you can see us on YouTube, Anomalous Black Women. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Thank you. Eligible to be expunged. Right. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. That's awesome. Awesome. Got it. Wow. Okay.